Welcome to a new episode of Job Tales. Tim Bishop is officer in charge of jet operations at Rega, the Swiss Air Rescue. I know that this episode will be inspiring for all of you who seek to work in the rescue sector and whose mission is to help others, be it from a medical perspective or from an operational standpoint. So, Tim, thanks so much. I am I'm very happy that Rega has approved uh, this interview because I'm very excited to be introducing you and Rega. For people who are not living in Switzerland, Rega may be something new. So I would love for you to give a short presentation of what Rega is and then what is your job at Rega. All right, uh, Laura, thank you very much for having me. So Rega, it's a Swiss a Swiss non-profit uh, foundation, so it's organized as an, an MPO. What we do is that we offer medical care and medical help for people in distress, both in, in Switzerland, so with our helicopter fleet. A part of that is in the mountains, uh, like you said just before. And we also offer help abroad, so if you... Uh, somewhere abroad and you need medical assistance, uh, we are happy to offer our help if you're in distress. So we also have a fleet of three ambulance jets, which we operate worldwide so that we can uh, organize, uh, for example, an ambulance flight between a, a place abroad uh, and Switzerland. Okay. Wow. That's, that sounds very, very exciting <laughs> and, and definitely very useful. So what do you do at Rega? So my job is uh, that I'm an officer in charge of the jet department. So that means I'm mm. on shift work normally for roughly eight hours trying to organize all the different jet uh, missions. So solely responsible for our patients who are abroad. So if they're, for example, in Italy or the United States, they can call us on our international um, emergency number and we will take their call and start organizing their medical assistance. So mm. if they're already in a hospital, uh, we'll try to, to talk to their doctors um, so that we can run a, a medical clarification of their uh, exact diagnosis uh, that is done by our uh, medical professionals in the background. And then as soon as we have the decision that the patient is stable enough for jet transport back to Switzerland, we'll start organizing the ambulance flight. Is it a lot of logistics involved in your job? Absolutely. <laughs> so you can imagine <laughs> um, if a patient is somewhere remote, let's say somewhere maybe in, in, in Southern Africa, um, in a hospital, we will organize a ground ambulance service from the hospital to the airport, which means that mm. the, sometimes the medical crew pick the patient up at the hospital and bring him back to the airport to the to the ambulance jet and then we will fly the patient home to Switzerland um, that also means as soon as we arrive here in Zurich or Geneva for example that we also need another ground ambulance transfer to the hospital here in Switzerland so there's a lot of different logistics involved. Amazing and um, do you need to be a member of Rega in order to receive their services? Yes. So, for example, if you if you live in Switzerland, so if you have a residence permit in Switzerland, you can become a Rega patron or a member of our service, and that mm -hmm. means we we can offer the the service if you're abroad. So, okay. our um, service is available for forty Swiss francs a year, which is for an adult. And then if you're abroad and you, and you need medical help, uh, we're happy to, to offer our assistance, yes. 
Oh, fantastic. And so for you, you, of course, uh, how long have you been in this, uh, in this job? Now I've just uh, covered three years, so I'm still quite new. Okay. Um, but okay. I started uh, in late uh, 2019, yeah, just before the pandemic. Just before the pandemic, okay. <laughs> yes. And what what did you study, or what what was your job or study before you you started at Rega? So two things really. I studied uh, in aviation, so I did a bachelor of science in aviation engineering which mm -hmm. meant that I um, cover quite a lot of um, theory uh, regarding the whole aviation business. And at the same time, I worked part-time for Swissport, which is the world's largest ground handler um, here mm. in Zurich Airport. And okay. so I did both things simultaneously before I started here at uh, Rega. Uh, okay. Okay. Awesome. So besides for the, the job at Swissport, is that your first job? Uh, no, actually it started when I was uh, 15. So oh, wow. yeah, um, it's quite normal here in Switzerland that you do um, apprenticeships. So okay. I uh, applied for an apprenticeship uh, when I was 15. So I started, actually oh, I started my first job when I was 15 as a technical surveyor. So that's that's a job, like a technical job where you are both on building sites and in the office on um, geographical information systems. So it's, uh, it's a bit of both worlds, office and, mm. and building sites, which I quite liked. And that was before Swissport? That was way before, yeah. I, okay. I also had, um, uh, in between those two jobs, I went abroad uh, with the Swiss Armed Forces to the, to the Balkans okay. and worked there for, for nearly two years as well. Okay, so you, you basically, since uh, very young, you knew what the direction of your life would be? Or am I, am I right to say that? Or, or was there a little bit of uncertainty? <laughs> so, yeah, there was definitely uncertainty. Um, okay. Especially probably when I was, when I, when I was 15. That was mm -hmm. really kind of a very exciting time where you had so many different options to, to start an apprenticeship. So there, there, there were hundreds of options. And you had to decide. And with 15, it, it was, for mm. me, it was really hard to decide because I was interested in, I don't know, 50 different fields. Uh, so <laughs> okay. eventually I, I went for, let's say, the sector where I had some talent in, which, which mm -hmm. turned out to be the, the right decision. Okay. And what was your talent back then? What did you think were your talent? <laughs> well, um, <laughs> I, according to the exams, it was uh, geometry. And I really liked uh, languages and, and maps. So ah. I did a lot of reading. I really liked um, J.R. Tolkien's Lord of the Rings. I was really heavily into maps. And so okay. this kind of set me up for the apprenticeship as a surveyor, because that's all about maps. <laughs> maps, yeah, yeah, I was going to say. And also, that's another really interesting thing, a good thing about Switzerland is just apprenticeship, which is maybe not everywhere, like in every country that you can have that. Like, for instance, in, in Italy, I know it's it, it's not as developed as in Switzerland, but really, like you say, like at a very young age, you can actually work for a company and then see if it's what you like or not. How long does the apprenticeship last? So the normal apprenticeships, they all last either three or four years, and my one was uh, four years so I did that for four okay. years yeah and that's like part-time working at a company and then in meantime in the meantime you study uh, exactly so it's more like uh, full-time work so you I did four mm. four days of work a week and then on one day a week I went to school in Zurich and also did a technical college 
so that was a part-time kind of, but it's all alongside each other. So it's quite well coordinated. So you have time for both uh, practical learning in, in your company and also theoretical knowledge in, in the schools. Okay. And uh, between, you know, the studies that you did, the apprenticeship, what are the elements that were really useful to you for your present job at Rega? I'd say um, just listening to people is really important. So if, <laughs> if we get a call from abroad, it's really important that you that you listen well to the to the the issue that the, that the person has. It's also quite important that you're able to to sense what, what kind of emergency it is. Decision making is really important as well. Um, mm. So if you have different options, I'd say thinking in in scenarios is really important. Okay. Is there a point, a moment where also the decision has to be taken whether or not you're going to be engaged in that emergency? Probably yes, but it's, a, it's only an organizational one because normally we are three or four um, officers in charge on duty. So if a call comes, okay. in, comes in, um, everybody sees the call coming in and you can decide uh, who takes the call. So it depends mm. a little bit if you know that the other guy is, um, for example, heavily into some, some other work, you would take the call. Okay, okay. And, and do you work like normal hours during the day or are there shifts? Uh, no, it's, it's actually organized, like you say, in uh, shifts, um, okay. which means we basically have two or three shifts during the daytime and also night shift. So yeah, it's, it's all about shift work with us. <laughs> Mm -hmm. So like 24-7, yeah. uh, 24 hours a day, you can, you, you can contact Rega yeah, exactly. if, you're, if, if you're in distress. And, uh, okay. and, and is your job actually primarily at the office, at, at the premises? Primarily, yeah. We have a, um, a headquarter in that case is, is here at the airport. So I, I work at Zurich Airport. That, that is my, my, mm. my location, correct. Okay. Okay. And then I know that there's different bases uh, all scattered across um, Switzerland so that the action can be uh, done within a very short uh, amount of time. Yes, exactly. The call. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. How many bases are there in, uh, from Rega in Switzerland? So I'm not the specialist regarding the helicopters, but I believe there are 14 bases um, okay. located throughout Switzerland. So that means we have uh, a quite a good network of bases where we can uh, operate our helicopter fleet from so that we can okay. offer the, the quickest possible service to patients who are uh, in need of help. Okay. So if I wanted to know um, like a typical day, <laughs> what happens from the moment you, you, get, you get to the office? Let's imagine there is an emergency. How does it evolve over the course of the day or the night? It really depends a little bit where the patient is located. So if, if he or she is located close to Switzerland, so for example, in, in Italy or, or Spain, uh, okay. we can organize a flight mission within the same day or for the next morning, for example. But mm -hmm. um, if the patient is located further away in the world, for example, in Thailand or Southern America, we also need to organize flight permissions. So we need um, overflight and landing permissions for our aircraft. That takes some time to organize. So maybe we need a day or two more to get everything set up before mm -hmm. we actually operate the flight. Okay. 
And and then uh, are you also the one who organizes, uh, you know, the personnel on board, like the paramedic, the um, nurse? Uh, I don't know actually who is in the <laughs> in the aircraft uh, when. <laughs> yeah, um, so we normally have at least two pilots. Um, okay. It depends how far the the jet has to fly. So if it's more than thirteen hours, uh, we'll have a third pilot on board, and if it's a little bit over twenty hours, we'll have a fourth pilot. What we also have is on every flight, we have a medical doctor and an intensive care nurse. So at least two medical okay. team are also uh, on board. And we also coordinate exactly who goes on which flight for which patient. Yeah. Okay. So you're really in charge of the jet department, yeah. right? So it's everything that has to do with jets and it's within Switzerland or abroad right both All, both cases yeah everything which is organized uh, in switzerland is is with helicopters basically and everything which is abroad um, runs with the jet department okay okay and when you uh, when you started do you find that having a, a bachelor of science in aviation engineering has been not only useful, but do you think it is necessary for the job you're uh, carrying today or is it an option, let's say? It's definitely an option. We have a lot of people coming in from various other fields. Uh, we have a lot of people who work the same job as me, who have been, for example, in tourism before. There are quite a few who have worked in similar jobs to the one I worked at Swiss Ports. So uh, if you've been in travel, if you've been in tourism that is definitely a plus mm. and the, the best asset for us is if you are able to speak uh, a lot of languages that's languages, yeah, yeah that's that's the main thing so the studies in aviation it, it's not really necessary it, it's for me it's, okay. it's it's a nice thing to have um kind of the the contextual knowledge about the branch mm -hmm. uh, where i work uh, i really love the airports And maybe there's one or two things which I understand uh, now a little bit better with the studies, but it's not mandatory for the for the job. No. Okay. Okay. So there's not like a specific language you need to know in terms of you know like when you're talking to the tower, you know Zurich Tower, for example, or uh, when when you where you really need to know uh, about radio communication and so forth. That that's not part of your job mm, no it's it's more if we talk to patients for example we have a lot of um, patients um, who are living in the, the french part of switzerland so in the romandie and yeah. we talked with them in french uh, we try to also talk uh, with our patients who live in ticino in italian mm -hmm. and of course if, if you can speak spanish or english as well that's always helpful because we also talk to the ambulances the hospitals abroad so Every other language you can speak is, is an asset, definitely. Okay, so basically, if you know how to organize, you know, I can imagine, you know, event management or travel management, and the, these were, would be like the kind of skills that could relate and be transferred to the kind of job that you have today at Rega. Yeah. Is that correct? Yeah, okay. you, you really need to have a, a cool head if, if there's more than one uh, telephone call coming in at the same time and mm. we have a stressful shift. Staying calm is, is really an asset. <laughs> Staying calm. Okay. Be patient. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm, I can imagine people maybe yelling at you at some point or because <laughs> their, their life is in jeopardy or, or something. So it, it, do you find that also a psychological approach is important? Like, do you need to be trained on the psychological side to handle with patients? 
so normally the the patients are not really in a top urgent medical situation there, there are some okay. who have a problem like a, an like an accident abroad for example a car accident and they call us and they're in real real stress the thing is we then communicate clearly to them that they need to have the local ambulance service to get them to the hospital before we can start the medical clarification for them. So that's really mm. uh, important to know we are not first responders abroad and that's still up to the, the local ambulance services uh, in that country. What yeah. we do then do as, as soon as the, the patient is located in the hospital, we then start the medical clarification with the doctor, with the family uh, involved, and we go from there. So it is important to, to really listen to the patient, what his problem could be, and to do um, the right consultation for, for their issue. Yeah, okay. To take him seriously or her seriously, uh, that's really mm. important. Okay, excellent. And so thinking of uh, Rega, when, when you uh, were applying, how did you find the job at Rega? Did you want to work at Rega or was it by chance? <laughs> it, it actually was quite uh, by chance. I was finishing up my studies. So I had a, a job radar on for various um, companies here at the airport. So I had uh, Swiss International Airlines, uh, Edelweiss, okay. the, the airport itself, uh, Skyguide. I was looking at jobs like throughout the, the aviation sector. Yeah. But then the first job which actually came up in my email subscription was from <laughs> was from Rega and I just looked at it and I thought, wow, this is this sounds like a dream job for me. Uh, so I, t I took a closer look at the, the description and thought this this just sounds perfect. Let's let, let's give it a try. <laughs> Awesome, yeah. And you tell me that in German it's Einsatzleiter. Yeah, that's the one, yeah. <laughs> which is uh, officer in charge, uh, like action. It sounds like very much in action. And uh, how do you see yourself, like, let's say, five years from now? Uh, th that's a difficult question uh, because I've just started internally as a, as a flight dispatcher. So I'm not quite sure where I'll be in five years' time, but the, the current plan is to... to um, finish off the training here internally as, as a dispatcher, um, yeah. which is more uh, the technical planning of the of the flight routes and uh, fuel planning, etc. Um, yeah. So uh, currently, I'm I'm still planning to to be here in in five years' time, but uh, let's see <laughs> yeah. where where it goes. Uh, I, yeah, I'm always sure. open. <laughs> Have you thought of uh, maybe doing the more of the flying part, so becoming a pilot and maybe take on? that aspect of, uh, of Rega? Yeah, I've, I've, uh, that was one of my earliest kind of dream jobs when I was still a, a kid. Uh, I thought about okay. becoming a military pilot. I read all the, the Buck Danny comics. I really loved those. So I always wanted to become a pilot. But then <laughs> uh, the further I became an, an adult, I kind of noticed that I'm really happy on the ground. It's not that I'm afraid of flying. I love flying, but um, I also love, for example, being in the mountains or I love road cycling, for example. And just that just takes so much time uh, mm. here at home. So I love being at home here uh, around winter uh, tour. And so, no, I'm definitely going to stay on the ground. You're happy on the ground. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are there any myths around uh, your job? myths there there's sometimes a situation where there's a patient who's for example located in, in i don't know uh, japan or thailand 
who asks for the, the the transportation with a helicopter and that of course is <laughs> it's just a little bit far to to fly with a helicopter so i think yeah. there's still a couple of people who think uh, we fly with helicopters but we do but in switzerland so everything abroad is is done with the ambulance jet <laughs> Yeah, that's true because we always see it and the, <laughs> the advertising and uh, and the brochures. There's always this beautiful helicopter, yeah, but yeah, exactly. it, it makes sense to have. <laughs> it's more like a jet uh, operation abroad for sure. And uh, do you have any contact uh, with the, uh, let's say, guests or patients? How uh, we can call them afterwards? Like, uh, is there any? Yeah. Any follow-up with the, with them? It's it's really quite touching because a lot of patients, after they've been uh, flown back to Switzerland, they're they're really, really, really nice to us by by sending us, for example, a, a small card, letting us know that they reached the, <laughs> their destination hospital here in Switzerland and are getting back or getting well. So that that's really mm. really nice when we receive a. A small message via email or via a card from a patient who who's just very thankful for the organization yeah. and the, and the flight. So that's always really really nice. We also have a, a care team here at Rega who visit patients who've gone through a lot of trauma. So if you've had a, yeah. a really hard accident somewhere abroad, uh, you've spent time in a coma somewhere in a in a hospital abroad, and you've been flown back to Switzerland and wake up maybe in, in Lausanne or, or Ticino somewhere. We have a, a care team who goes and visits the patients and, well, tells the story of what actually happened to, to them and tries to fill in the, the blank, which is, I think, a really nice idea. And, and I look up to those people for actually going to the hospitals and following up with the, with the patients. Hmm, that's great. And now you've been a few years now at Rega. Uh, is there some lesson that you have learned that uh, others could benefit from if they were listening to you today? I, I was really kind of, I had a lot of respect regarding the, the languages. So the, the language level, which is necessary to speak to, for example, uh, a person living in, in the West of Switzerland uh, in French is, for me, it was really, really high. And I was mm. quite afraid that I couldn't manage, but I just just went through the, the tough first couple of weeks, first couple of months and tried to tell myself that um, it's I'll manage. And uh, eventually I did. So uh, <laughs> there's, there's this is kind of one of my favorite surfaces, uh, Kelly Slater, and I saw this um, documentary about his life on tour uh, in the surfing world tour. And there was one short episode where he was really, really down and he had this um, thought about just general challenges in life and what he said was that if you think it's going to be hard then it's really going to be hard so try to turn mm -hmm. that around and even if you think it's it's probably going to be hard try and tell yourself that it's it's going to be easy and that makes it half as bad <laughs> <laughs> and that is a very good advice <laughs> and if you could pick one thing that you particularly enjoy in your job what would it be Uh, I really love shift work in general. So uh, my favorite shift is it's in the afternoon. So it starts at um, two or three in the afternoon. I love getting up at maybe eight o'clock in the morning, making myself a, a huge breakfast, and then <laughs> heading out on my uh, on my road bike. So just um, heading to to the hills for two or three hours, enjoying the nature, the sun, especially in summer, 
and then heading into work in the middle of the afternoon. That's kind of my favorite situation. So I really love that. Um, it's really a, a bonus, I'd say. Yeah, great. And then for someone who would like to start a job at Rega or something you know similar uh, or what you're doing, what would you advise that he or she does? Well, in, in general, I think it's it's whatever you do, just try and follow uh, your passion. Try to to find out what you really care about. Um, if that is maps, in, like in my case, or geography or maths or science, uh, just try and find out what you really like, and then then take a look what what there is. There's so so many different jobs. Yeah, just follow follow your heart. <laughs> okay, <laughs> thank you. Um... I have one question might be a bit difficult because uh, it's about technology. You know, mm -hmm. how do you think technology will affect uh, your job? You know, if you think of virtual reality, um, AI and, um, you know, re remote working, is it something that could apply uh, one day at, at Rega or at your job? I'd say definitely because we're part of the aviation sector and I would say that is one of the world's most complex sectors. So we have a lot of developments regarding information technology, software, algorithms. It's very kind of cost-driven and, mm. and there are a lot of innovations all the time. So I would say also my job will most probably be affected in some case. Uh, I'm not quite sure where exactly it's going, but I'm sure that in the next 10 years, there'll be a lot of Uh, differences regarding software, for example, with uh, more and more algorithms helping with, for example, translation of documents, with helping in decision making. Um, I'm really looking forward to to the next uh, couple of years because it's uh, aviation is one of the like the really really it's a driving yeah driving uh, fields, driving fields sure. yeah exactly yeah, yeah <laughs> for sure so am I I do really look forward to seeing uh, what's going to look like in 10 20 years from now mm -hmm. yeah me too and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's very exciting and uh, and until then I, I, I really hope that I can interview more people at Rega I find it really exciting and uh, very inspiring job that you have and you know helping people especially in distress and uh, offering such a great service and it's it's really truly inspiring and uh, thank you for being part of the podcast and um, please uh, spread the word and I hope that I can I, I can see you uh, again and interview you again maybe five Uh, four years from now. <laughs> yeah, who knows? Thank you very much, Laura, for having me. It was uh, a pleasure talking to you. Thanks. So whether you have a medical background or you are a helicopter pilot or a jet pilot or you even have an event management, operations or logistics education, you can reach out to Rega if you live in Switzerland or to similar organizations in your own country. I wish you plenty of success, especially in saving people's lives.